Blog Talk Radio. I'm at a crossroad. Which way do I go now? When it all falls down, two ways to turn now. I'm at a crossroad, and things will never ever be the same. Things will never ever be the same again. I'm at a crossroad. Which way do I go now? When it all falls down, two ways to turn now. I'm at a crossroad, and things will never ever be the same. Things will never ever be the same again. I'm drowning now, can you help me breathe? I need your help, can you rescue me? me? I need your help, Lord, I need it, please Building houses with bad bricks Demons living all in my shit If they love ain't real, then it's counterfeit Ain't that some shit? Bad intentions with a good heart Man, that shit don't mix Time and time and time and time again Give me one more chance, I won't do this I'm at a crossroad which way do I go now, when it all falls down? Two ways to turn now, I'm at a crossroad And things will never ever be the same Things will never ever be the same again I'm at a crossroad Which way do I go now, when it all falls down? Two ways to turn now, I'm at a crossroad And things will never ever be the same Things will never ever be the same again Pain is love, that's the shit you learn Why you standing still, the world still turn Give me mine, I'ma take mine I don't waste time when it's my time Get dirt, well they dug dirt Got problems deeper than six feet Riding shotgun with the devil now Kinda hard for the Lord to reach me So pray for me, oh just pray for me I plan to get it right this time Please just wait for me, oh Lord Cause I can't take no more, no, no, no losses Play the game until I get it right Now these niggas know who the boss is I'm at a crossroad which way do I go now, when it all falls down? Two ways to turn now, I'm at a crossroad And things will never ever be the same Things will never ever be the same again I'm at a crossroad Which way do I go now, when it all falls down? Two ways to turn now, I'm at a crossroad And things will never ever be the same Things will never ever be the same again Looking at every single path I can take, infinite parallel. In any way I could possibly make any version, I'm making fusion. I'm on the outskirts of illusion. I'm on the forefront of inclusion. No exclusion from your confusion. Mm, let me see, I can't seem to see the weight building up inside of me. Don't blame me for your negativity, your subconscious beliefs. I'm extra weird with a hint of smart. I'm slaying equations and ripping some farce. Crossroads, I'm taking the path of excitement, and I love every matter. Crossroads. Which way do I go now, when it all falls down? Two ways to turn now, I'm at a crossroad And things will never ever be the same Things will never ever be the same again I'm at a crossroad Which way do I go now, when it all falls down? Two ways to turn now, I'm at a crossroad And things will never ever be the same Things will never ever be the same again Yo, 
man. That was my boy, the V. It's called Crossroads. Y'all, I fucked the track, man. Thanks for everybody tuning in on this special Saturday afternoon. It's your boy, Promo on the mic. Nakavell's on his way. And, of course, we got Diamond in the building. Black Diamond, my fault. He keep messing up my name. He ready to get boo-boo. Nah. That's the goal. That's the goal. Oh, okay. That's the goal. Okay. You watch what my goal be at the end of this show. But (laughs) (laughs) we got uh, Mr. Devee in the motherfucking building tonight, man. Yeah, yeah. What up, though? What up, world? What up, world? Hey, yo. We got a lot to talk about today, man. That's why we had to make it on a Saturday afternoon. Whole lot, whole lot. Success over day dreams dropping Tuesday. iTunes, Spotify, title everywhere. Yeah. Well, I, uh, for those who don't know, man, I've been doing this for a long time, bro. Like, this music shit has been something I've been doing since I was 12. And, um, I started off as a youngin', you know what I mean? Dropping little mixtapes and all that. Actually, the first tape I ever dropped was called Head Niggas in Charge. And, uh, I was, like, 12. And I was selling that shit for, like, $5 in school, man. And, um, you know what I mean? It, that was always the hustle. Like, just, you know, putting your time into a craft and wanting to see the results. So I did that, and then for years I was putting out free music and, um, you know, just doing a lot of shit for free. And I figured, like, this project meant a lot to me. Like, I put a lot of work into this project just trying to get the shit done. And now I finally got it done, and I felt like, you know I mean? I wanted to showcase it on a different scale, on a different level. Like, you got a lot of artists that's on SoundCloud and strictly SoundCloud. Not everybody go to SoundCloud, but a lot of people got Apple Music or Google Play or Spotify or Tidal or something like that. And it just, it's just more professional, you know what I mean? Like... Because that means that you separating yourself from the real and the fake. You know I mean, you got to go through a lot of bullshit to get your album on iTunes. Like, it ain't as easy as people think it is. So, I mean, um, I'm, I'm excited. I, I've been working on this for a while. And now the day is almost here. I got three more days left. And I can't wait for them to hit the album. Yeah. So, tell me, success over daydreams. What does that mean in your words? Um, basically, you know, it's a lot of distractions in this world nowadays with social media and, you know, television and, you know, phones and all that other shit. And a lot of people, you know, want to be famous, but don't want to put the work in, like Kevin Hart said, you know what I mean? And it's like, I really choose, like, success over daydreams. I'd rather go and get it than dream about it, because while I'm dreaming, somebody really fucking going to get it. So that's basically what the album title is, like, and it just, it chronicalizes, like, my whole life in the past year. Like, when I put out projects, like, it's real shit. A lot of rappers fabricate their raps and, and, and don't really be living half the shit they rap about. And everything I rap about, I, I didn't been there. I didn't done that. You know what I mean? To some extent. And, um, you know, I think that that's dope. That people can go back and look at my life and verify my raps. Because then you, it brings you to a better connection with me as an artist. You know what I mean? So I think that shit is dope. Yeah. So tell us how long do you think you've been working on the album for? For, for about a year. Here come knock. Here come niggity niggity knock. <laughs> How long you been working on the album for? Um, for about like a year now. You know what I mean? I want to say, I was living in L.A. I started working on it out in L.A. Okay. So, Gata, Gata. Keontae, we're on live, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us, man. We've been seeing on Facebook, you've been going through, you know what I mean, a lot and everything. I know you came in here to definitely break it down, what was going on. 
You know what I mean? We everybody was seeing your statuses and definitely was concerned and shit, man. But we see you on your shit now and shit, man. So like, tell us what was going on, bro. Um, with what though? Especially, uh, I, I mean, like, cause I mean, it's, it's a million different things. Yeah. We could go any way with this. Okay. You know what I'm started off like what happened in the beginning and shit. Why everything started just uh, you know, what I mean, your statuses started going all crazy and shit. You know what I mean? Um, like feeling basically seeing all the negative shit. Like what, what, what created the negative? Well, you know, I kind of had the Kid Cudi effect. I don't know if y'all been knowing what's going on with Kid Cudi and uh, Kanye West and all of that, but it's like I've done a lot of work behind the scenes. You feel what I'm saying? Working with artists and shit and, you know, bridging the gap between a lot of this Southside shit that you hear. Like, a lot of these people that you see working together, they there together because of the V, you know what I mean? And I kind of felt like once everybody got to a certain situation, it was kind of like, fuck the V. Like, I ain't put a lot of this shit together. And then it was just like a lot of treacherous shit going on. You know what I mean? Um, right. You know, dudes doing shit behind my back. You know what I mean? Trying to talk to my girlfriend, hopping in the inbox. Like, it, it goes, it, it, it's deep, man. But I just was going through something. Like, basically, I was starting to doubt myself. I was counting myself out on life and shit, man. And I really wasn't happy with who I was as a person. You know what I mean? And I was starting to feel like, is this something I really want to do? Because the shit is not working. And I was taking losses after losses after losses after losses. Um, and it was just real stressful. So what I did was, man, like I really took a break from social media and everybody. I got low for a month. I don't know if y'all niggas noticed, but I, I got low for a month. (laughs) Yeah, I got, I got low for a minute, man. And then the first thing I did when I came back was I did the shook ones challenge. You know, yeah, uh, just to let niggas, yeah, just to let niggas know that, I, you know, just because I've been low, I, I don't mean I wasn't working. I was like Batman when he disappeared. You know what I'm saying? Bane broke his shit. He had to disappear right quick and come back. So, I and and then when I came back, I had a I had a clear focus. Like I'm gonna put this album out. You know what I mean? I'm gonna work. I'm gonna do what I gotta do, and then really push these projects that I got coming out. Um, because I feel like I'm better than a lot of these niggas around here. Honestly, you know what I mean? Like, not to be like cocky or nothing like that. Like, I, if I don't feel like I'm the best, how can I expect somebody else to feel like that? Right. You know what I mean? Like, and at the end of the day, it's competition. We all competing. I mean, and, and that niggas act like we not, but we really are. You know what I mean? Because when your best friend, you know what I mean, try to take you out, you know what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what it is when they get like that. And like I said, a lot of people um was asking me just like just even the shit that happened with me and Mayor. Um, Fontaine, like, it, that was my best friend for three years, you know what I mean, like, and so, when I first started talking about the situation, like, on, um, Facebook, a lot of people that didn't know the inside story was like, oh, this nigga hating on him and shit, I'm like, bro, I've been with, I've been fucking with this nigga for three years, I've been doing music, I've been acting, like, I've been in movies and TV shows and commercials, I've done shit this nigga's never done, like, all I do is promote his shit, you feel right. me, and, and then everybody else that was around him, they was riding on the wave. Everybody wanted to do songs with him. I ain't had no songs with him. Like, we did records, but that was never my thing. Like, I was never like, oh, I got a record with Mirror. I'm about to push it out. Like, it was always the V doing the V. And, um, you know, I, I wish Mirror the, the, the best in his career and shit. But, you know, you know, I, I definitely felt betrayed by him with a lot of the shit that he was doing. Um. Everybody wanted to know, like, what the hell was going on in that I mean, basically, it was something that was built up over time, you know what I mean? Um, You know, people get in situations, and then they they get into a new situation, and they forget the niggas that got them to get to that situation. And then, on top of that, like I said, he, you know, he was trying to talk to my girl, you feel me? Like, little dumb shit. Like, I asked the nigga... One day I was like, yo, um, because I wanted him to go on her page to tell me if she, what the fuck she was doing because we wasn't friends at the time. And he was like, oh, I don't got her as a friend of Facebook. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I didn't think nothing of it. That's my nigga. I'm like, all right, whatever. I believe you and shit like that. 
So me and her started talking and shit. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's not really your friend. Da, 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 da. Nigga was trying to talk to me. I'm like, you lying. You know what I mean? Screenshots tell everything, motherfucker. Like, and she screenshot me the conversation and shit. And it wasn't like it was too much, but it was enough with the fact that he even lied. You know what I'm saying? To say he ain't even have her as a friend on Facebook. Like, bro, you in her fucking inbox, nigga. Like, you got her as a friend, bro. But, and then, so like that. And then I had issues with some of the niggas that he was surrounding himself with. Okay. And my thing is, that's like you and Knock. You feel me? Our niggas is best friends. You feel me? If Knock somewhere and niggas just talking shit about you, Knock not about to let that shit just fly. Like, he ain't your man. It's like, if a nigga like, yo, this nigga Donovan the bitch, you're going to be like, bro, you feel that way? You tell that man that when he come around. You know, right. Don't talk about him behind his back. So he was letting niggas do what they do and shit like that. And then, um, you know, me and him had some words in the text message. Because what people don't know is we actually stopped talking like in May. Like, okay. we, we, this issue happened, like, around May. I ain't start snapping on a nigga on the book till, like, maybe around July-ish. Because yeah. I kept trying to reach out to the nigga to talk to him, and he was acting real Hollywood. Like, he ain't want to answer my phone calls. And I'm like, nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of here with that shit, you know what I mean? And it's like, I, like I said, talent-wise, he, he's an amazing artist. I think that he's dope as hell. Um, and, I, I, and I don't really want to focus too much energy on that, but... He just did some real foul shit, and I have yet to see him, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of artists that's really not too happy with him in Camden. You know, the nigga never come outside, you know what I mean? He stay in the house, like, he, I, you know. It is what it is, though. That's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother situation. But like I said, I just wish the nigga the best, but niggas ain't fucking with Hollywood V. That's, that's just that. Okay, what you got in store besides the album, man? Um, you know, new TV show dropping on Netflix, Who's Watching the Kids, um, uh, it's that's uh if you, if anybody's ever seen Juice the movie, that's a whole TV show. Yeah. Just imagine if Juice was a series. Um, and it, it's it's lit. Like I got like I'm playing like a bishop type of character. So it's oh, it's, I, it's, I, it's I, I, I don't know if y'all touched on this, but what's the name of it? Who's watching the kids? I, I, nobody knows where I'm going. You know, I know I do. That's why I said that. I said, see, it, 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 it get deep. You know what I mean? Like it get deep. It get <laughs> deep. It get deep. No, so going back to that, going back to that, so no. So Yeah, so 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 let me so let me let me explain that story, right? So and this is what I'm saying, like it's a lot of shit people don't know and it, it looked like I was just coming at him, but he was doing little shit subliminally, you know what I mean, to try to get my attention to fuck with me. Right. So a year ago I did a TV show called Um Who's Watching the Kids for Netflix. I had an audition. I brought Mayor Fontaine with me to the audition and shit. He wanted to audition for the role. He didn't get the role. I got the role. You know what I mean? And the name of the show is called Who's Watching the Kids. Um, so, like, like I told you, me and him had stopped talking. And the next thing that you know, I seen the trailer to his album on Facebook. And it was, like, real movie formatted. It had the rated R shit at the bottom. And then it was Who's Watching the Kids. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, so this is how niggas is coming and shit. And then he dissed me on a couple songs on his album. You know what I mean? Like, and and so I, I, I was in a situation where, like, I really just wanted to Ja Rule this nigga. Right. And, and do him and Ish and all of them niggas, like, that whole Southside movement, like, just make them niggas just go down like the Titanic ship on some real murder ink shit. But then, like I said, I didn't want to focus on that negativity. You know right. what I mean? I feel like my success is the best, re- re- uh, best revenge. So, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, if it's necessary, I got those bars ready for Fontaine. If he really want to take it there, like, we could do that. Because I know more about him than any other. I was my best friend for three years. You feel me? I done slept with this nigga, all types of shit. Like, in his crib, all that. Like, I know everything about this nigga. Ate with his family. So, and a lot of shit he's rapping about is my life. And he doesn't live any of that shit. Like, you know what I mean? And that's why I had an issue with it. 
Cause it's like people like hype, like oh, and it's like niggas in Camden, like I don't even know this boy. Like he's from Camden, I don't even know him. I don't, I'm not from Camden, and and I got more of a buzz in Camden than he do. I be in the streets, like I'm out with these niggas, like moving around and shit. And he's never able to be found. But like I said, you know he got a dope album. Shit is still hot. You know what I mean? I'm never a hater, but you know these niggas gonna have to move over for the kid now. You know what I'm saying? Like Hollywood V had to take over, and you know Tuesday niggas gonna see what it is. You know what I mean? That's that's what it is. And I didn't want to feel like I had to diss him and try to get hype for my album and make a record. Because I got records, but I was like, I don't want to uh, focus my attention on that. My music is really good. You know what I mean? And I don't need to focus on negativity to get people to listen to my album. That shit's corny. Like, when I see Mayor, I'm going to deal with him accordingly. I have yet to run into him. You know what I'm saying? But I'd rather deal, do that off record. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, just see him personally and, and handle it. And not even on some fight shit, but... I just want to look him in the eye and be like, yo, what you did was some sucker shit. You know that, right? You know what I mean? And niggas ain't going to be able to look me in the eye. But, you know, that's that. You know what I'm saying? That's that. That's that. That's so, that. Tell us more about the TV show, though. Um, like I said, we filmed it um back in January of 2015, um, and almost two years ago. And, uh... It was it was it was fun, man. Like just being on set and shit. Like it wasn't picked up at the time, and people wasn't really sure what was gonna happen with it. Um, and then you know to find out that it's gonna be on Netflix in November is amazing. You feel me? Like that, that feels good to me because like this is what I do too. Like this acting shit is where it's at for me. And I try to explain to a lot of people like it's so much money in acting, and, and there's so many opportunities um, to branch off and do other things. Cause I, I, honestly, like I rap because I love to rap, like, I'm an artist, like, I love making music, but the money comes from acting, you know what I mean, like, I just started making money off music, for real, for real, you know, like, I was just telling you, I had 300 pre-orders on my album, which was surprising to me, I made $3,000 off an album, but it didn't even come out yet, so I've never, honestly, a lot of shit that I did with music was just putting out for free, I made a couple dollars here and there selling my shit, but, you know, I really decided to take it up another level and really, like, treat myself, because I put all this hard work in, and I wasn't reaping the rewards, so for me, it was like, all right, it's time to really do this shit. Like I got went and got my publishing with BMI and got all my shit copyrighted. And, you know, so I could really take it to the next level. A lot of artists are not doing that. They just want rap, rap, rap. And they don't want to handle the business yeah. side of it. Yeah, uh, the most it is the most important because you're making these dope ass songs. You feel me? And niggas is making money off your songs. You're not even getting paid for this shit. So like I, I was on Spotify and I'm the number two artist in Germany right now. That shit is like, you know what I mean? Like I'm reaching different plateaus and right. shit that I wasn't reaching just being on SoundCloud. It's not all just about it here. It's all about international. You know what I mean? A lot of people got a lot of UK band fan base and China fan base. And that's dope though, man. It it is because they show more love um to you overseas than you get in America. Yeah. And very much simple. Yeah, and it sucks. And that's why I'm planning the School of Class Acts tour for January. Um, for my album, and then I want to take about like a good two, three artists on 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 the road with me. And what I've been doing for that, um, is I calling me. What I've been doing for that, um, is I started a GoFundMe account. And it's so funny because I realized that no matter what you do, motherfuckers always gonna find a way to say something negative, regardless of what you do. Somebody gonna have something negative to say. And like I I, I posted it, and everybody's like, oh, these rappers are always trying to ask for handouts and all. That. But that's the black community, like you know, what I mean, being down on you because. When white people make GoFundMe accounts for stupid shit, like, oh, we're trying to save endangered species and shit. We need, like, a million dollars for a whale. Yeah, that shit quick. You know what I mean? Niggas that made a million dollars in three days on GoFundMe to save a fucking whale named Herbert. Like, who cares about a whale named Herbert, bro? Not me. Like, but you damn sure Skippy it ain't. 
But, you know, I'm doing something positive. I'm like, all right, boom, I want to put together a tour, not a regular tour. It's in the tri-state, New York, Philly. That's no. I want to take these artists overseas and really do something with them, make a documentary from that. You know what I mean? Like a whole little web series. That $20,000 is going to be paying for their expenses. That $20,000 is going to be paying to the camera crew to film everything because I've been getting some offers already overseas with some record companies from London, and they talking about paying me $20,000 a show. You know what I mean? So I would make a little over 300000 after the tour and shit, and the artists, they would get 25000 up front. But that's still not bad for artists that's just coming to open up for me. Like $25,000, bro, in the course of, you know, 20 days or so. Like, a lot of niggas ain't two, three, four thousand at one time. You know what I'm saying? So that would be definitely dope for them and shit. But nobody, but when I start talking shit like that, it's like, oh, you, nobody wants to support you once you actually hit them with the idea, but they'll criticize the fuck out of you. People will criticize you, but won't give no type of support. That shit don't make no sense to me. You feel me? And that's what we need to stop. Even with this whole Black Lives Matter shit, like, it just kills me because it's like, you know, we be the first ones mad as hell when a cop shoot one of us. But when niggas shoot each other, it's like, oh, you know, and nigga was disrespecting homie in the hood, so he had to go. What the fuck, bro? Like, so, that's, so you get a pass because you black. You can kill another nigga and shit, man. Like, that's why I think it's bullshit because if they not doing shit to stop... Us from killing each other, I'm not trying to hear about nobody trying to stop a cop from killing us. We only care when it's another race killing us. <laughs> because, for, because for real, for real, you can't stop a civilian doing civilian shit for real, for real. You can't stop a person from keep burning people's houses down, but if a firefighter keep burning people's houses down, what you going to do? Why this firefighter? You a firefighter? You supposed to be saving lives. You ain't supposed to be no, trying no, to kill I people. No, I agree. I agree. That's how it is with cops. A cop, a cop's position is to protect and serve. You can't stop a regular random person on the street from killing another random person, whether they're black, they're Chinese, they're white, or anything. It don't make like that, those two don't mix at all. They do though. Let me explain. It don't. Let me explain how. Because a human's job. What is our job? What is what is our job as humans? Because I think we tend to get that. Because at the end of the day, all a cop is is just a job, right? But we supposed to be showing love regardless. Like if you go back to the seventies and the sixties with the Black Panther movement and shit like that, it was a lot of police brutality back then. But you know what well, the one thing that was different then than it is now, black people stood the fuck together. That's a fact. Black people was not out here like if you if a black person seen a cop harassing a motherfucker, they whipping that cop ass like together. Now we don't give a fuck. We don't care no more. It's really a blame game with the black communities because we can put the blame on the government and the white people because we were together and we were sticking together. Then that's when you had the white, the women's rights movement came into play. And that's how fucking, that's how families got destroyed. And then you had people like they locked the black Panthers up. So they really didn't have their leaders out like that, that kept that union together. So everybody was like a ripple effect. People was falling apart because once you, when you got the head of a family, Getting taken away from getting taken away from that family, it's hard for that family to survive. And then they put cocaine in our in our environment and everything. So that whole ripple effect happened like late seventies, early eighties. Everything started getting destroyed, and and it came in the hood. It didn't come. It didn't go in the white neighborhoods. It came in the black neighborhoods where black people owned things. Black people. We had corner stores. We had laundromats. We had cleaners. We had everything. Now the Chinese people are in our hoods. The Indians in our hoods. The Spanish people in our hood, where's the black people at in our community doing something? You feel me? We just got it. We gotta keep protesting and making what's that like? Um, help Camden, support Camden. We we out here protesting, but we not really doing business. We are supposed to have businesses and stuff like that. Agreed, like, agreed. fuck protesting. We are gonna get back to protesting later. Let's all 
find a way to do business. But at the end of the day, then you got the banks not giving us no loans. But as soon as somebody from China come over here, they giving them a loan oh, yeah. so they can open up business in our hood. They know that that's my sale. They gonna make that money back. Yeah. My, my, my thing is too though, like like I was saying, I agree. I agree with you on that. I just feel like us as black people need to stick together more and really help each other out because. I guarantee you, not if you riding down the street and you see a nigga getting robbed, you're not about to hop out the car and help this nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Random nigga you don't know, you're not about to be like, bro, stop, don't shoot him, leave his money, because you might fuck around and get robbed. You know what I'm Like, you don't know, like, but but we expect the cop to do it because they got a gun and that's you know what I mean. But it, it, it's weird, man. Like, I, I and they never there when they supposed to be. Like, I do feel like that. Like, it'd be a lot of cops patrolling and doing shit. Like, cause I see cops all over Camden all the time and they never where the shit is going down at. Like the police is never preventing the deaths. They always come when it's too late and shit like that. And 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 that shit is bad. I mean, but we could go different ways with that, man. But I. You apply for a job, you feel me? Your job is to protect and serve. And what Cameron is like, what this big? Yeah. And you hire a billion more cops. Why isn't every part of Camden protected, surrounded protected. by cops? This, 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 every time you hear a gunshot, it's forty cops on just this block. I'm going to go shoot somebody on the next block. Right. What the fuck is the difference? You're going to move all your men to that block, and I'm going to go back to where the fuck y'all was just at. Like, why not spread everybody out? It just don't It don't make sense to me. You feel me? And like, with the with the black-on-black black crime, like like I said, it's just shit. It do need to stop. You know what I'm saying? But, like, but that's, that's like if I kill you right now. I'm going to jail, most definitely. You, I'm getting locked up. You feel me? No matter what time I get. But if the cop come kill you, it's, oh, David was a thug. He went to college and he was over there with the blood and shit. Mm-hmm. And he made an album and that shit is like really thug. Yeah. And the cop walk away free just because the fucking music you just back, made. Back. You get what true. I'm saying? That, that like, and that's the, that yeah, and that's, the on, and that's the only thing. I, every time we argue about that, that's, that's my only two facts. Like, well, if I kill you, I'm going to get time. I'm getting five plus. Mm-hmm. Cop kill you, it's on you. You was the you was the yeah yeah you were the gangster there. Like he felt he felt like he was in danger. He the one with the gun in the bag. But that's been going on since the beginning of time. Since since they had um you know I mean policing and and laws in place. You know I mean look at what the fuck Christopher Columbus did to the Indians and and look at what the slaves did to black people. Like you know I mean like it's it's, you know I mean it's it's always been like that. It's always been that authority over us. And somebody trying to control us. So naturally, yeah, like, I mean, we want our own time to really just be, you know, respected and, uh, and and put on the same pedestal. Because if you look at entertainment, if you look at sports, blacks dominate that shit. You feel me? Some of the greatest players you're talking about is black. Some of the greatest football players, black. Boxers, black. True. True. She got a point. She got a point. You know what I mean? But it's a few that own their own self. Niggas like Mayweather, and that's one of the few. Like, he was smart. He got his own boxing promotion. Like, you know what I mean? Mayweather Promotions. He's not under Golden Boy or, you know, other people that own them, and they really the ones taking all the money off the top. But it's about owning your your own business. A lot of people don't want to support black-owned businesses because, every, like, blacks got this mentality, like, fuck out of here. I'm not involved in that, so I'm not supporting that. Mm-hmm. They only support shit they're involved in. I hate that. I really do hate that. You know what I mean? They support people. The white people that don't even want their support. It's a, it's a couple of designers that say, oh, I didn't make my stuff for black people. And people still buy it. Still see these niggas in the hood wearing fucking, you know, Gucci and Ar- Armani and, you know, and it'd be dumb as hell. Like, they not even wearing it right. You know what I'm saying? You got a Louis Vuitton belt on with some, some New Balance, bro. Like, and the white people wearing this shit with a three-piece suit. 
looking clean as hell. The whole Armani suit, like $1,000 for their suit. The belt is just an accruciment. You know what I'm saying? That's just something to add to that. And it, it, But it has to stop. Like, we have to stop supporting them and really support each other, man. That's how I feel, man. And I got so many different ideas and things that I want to do as far as giving back to the community and um just being there on that level. And, like, just even with this album dropping and me putting this tour together, like, it's a big deal for me because – Two months ago, I didn't have no fucking type of direction with my life on where I was doing. You know what I mean? I even decided to go back to school. I'm 25 now, but I still said, you know what? It's things that I feel like I can learn and I can add to my repertoire. Like, I go to the studio, I record a lot. I don't know how to mix and master music. So, you know, me not knowing how to do that, you know what I mean? Now I got to pay somebody else and depend on somebody else to take care of my music. And then I got to wait on them. I said, fuck it. I might as well learn, cut the middleman out. Then I can start making money. I open up my own studio now. Now I'm charging $40 an hour for studio time. Or if I don't like the way a song sounds and I'm on the road, boom, boom, I can mix this shit right quick. And then, all right, now that's the way I want it to be. And I'm going to school for film and television because I'm really trying to start, you know, my own genre. Like, even how fucking uh, Tyler Perry did it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to do that route and really have my own TV series. You know what I mean? And really take it to the next level. Because there's a lot of people that want to act, but they don't know what they need to do, or the, the right steps that they need to take to even get right. in that business. Yeah, we was talking about it. And we still should do that. Need a little help. I never did it before, but, you know, I was, I've seen, like, how, like, Friday came about, like, Boys in the Hood and shit like that. I'm like, yo, this shit is, like, real life. You can really put a story and like it, it don't even gotta be my story, just a story and it, it just let you me know what I mean? Yeah, like, you get know what I'm saying? He got high every Friday, bro. Like you feel like real shit. He smoked weed and he got on the computer and he started writing and shit. Like and then you know what you do is you write it and then you, you bring it to somebody that might have a little bit more experience than you and they might touch shit up and fix things here and there and make it into what it needs to be. But if you got the idea, do it. Yeah, With Snoop Dogg and shit, yeah. And my thing is, my thing is, you feel me? Like we can do that. And I've been wanting to work with the both of y'all. And like, and like I was saying to Donovan on the ride here, it's just like I appreciate what y'all do for the city so much. And like people don't get that what y'all doing is groundbreaking. And people never realize history while it's happening. Right. They only realize history after it's you know what I mean done. Because then you get to look back at it, and you're like, yo, these niggas really was out here because. While it's going on, it's like, uh, like people won't give Drake the credit. He like, if Drake was to die today, yo, bro, like it would be like a pandemonium. Maybe like, oh my God, Drake was the greatest of all time. Like, and they would be giving him so much respect. But while he's alive, they hate this man. Like, they talk shit about this man. But what he's done for the music industry will never be done again anytime soon. You know what I mean? Anytime soon. Like what he did was very monumental. Same thing with Floyd. Now niggas is watching boxing like, damn, I wish Floyd was fighting again. But when Floyd was fighting, why this nigga be running from everybody else? But he's not, though. You know what I mean? And and that's the thing. Like, he's a smart fighter. I respect him for that. Like, if I get in the ring, bro, I'm not trying to be sitting here letting a nigga punch me and then, oh, I punch you, your heart as you punch. No, bro. I'm trying to hit you and not get hit. Nigga, I don't want to get hit, bro. That's the whole point. Niggas be eye closed and shit. Hey, yo, Adrian. You know what I mean? I did this for you. You can't even get no pussy tonight. Like, this shit fucked up, bro. Like, <laughs> you fucked up, bro. Floyd be looking pretty as hell out this fight. Like, where the bitches at? You know what I'm saying? I'm about to cash this check and go eat right quick. Run that, bro. You know what I'm saying? I was just watching the fight with um with Triple G and um Kel Brook. 
Now, I actually had Kell Brooks winning that fight. Like, I wanted him to win that fight so bad. But, like, that nigga GGG is not to be fucked with. Like, he broke this nigga's eye socket. He, bro- he broke his eye socket in the fifth round, bro. He had to quit. Like, his, ta- his, 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 his corner through the towel went. He was like, nah, bro, you getting your ass whooped. I'm sorry, bro. I can't. <laughs> he yeah. tried to act mad, like, but he was happy that towel got thrown in. I'm like, you can get your ass beat, bro. Like, he was punching on this nigga. He was, he was like, yo, like, trying to be all cool. He's like, nigga, I will fuck you up. I'm not playing. Like, and he ended up losing the fight, but I had him winning it. But it's just like, boxing is just so, it's, it's, it's so crazy. My fault. It, it, it's, it's real crazy, man. And it's dangerous. Um, but people only miss you when you're gone. Like, it's that, it's that history effect. Yeah, it's like- Everybody has so many jokes about this man. He died and this, like, and it was it was a rap after that man. People like, was crying. Yeah, bro. like it's crazy. People like, people well, killing uh, himself after he died. People was killing himself because he died. Real shit, and that's like, and that's like, uh, I was, it's Kendrick song, Pimple Butterfly, oh, yeah, called yeah. Mortal Man. Yeah, he yeah, like, he, shit. this nigga, fan, yeah. yeah, he said this nigga gave you Billy Jean. Y'all say he raped this kid. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I mean, Michael Jackson was just like. An icon, and then niggas just failed to realize it, and just started making all jokes about him. And then when he died, it's like now everybody is back with Michael Jackson. Like everybody's a big fan of this man. I noticed that. I really noticed that and shit. Like when he died, it was like before he died, like literally a week before he died. You feel me? Niggas was making jokes about this nigga nose falling off in court. Yeah, you know I'm saying and like, oh, this nigga nose fell off in court. Like they was clowning this nigga. He came to court looking like Captain Crunch. Like. He had the whole outfit on, and his son is named Blanky. Like, how the hell you name your kid Blanky? Like, they was really coming at Michael, though. Then when he died, it was, like, nonstop music being played and how he was the greatest. Yeah, but I I don't think that Michael Jackson ever touched those kids in, in, in a weird way. And, and, and I feel like that because it's, like, it's something for the media to say for us to have that doubt in our head. Like, well, what, what if he did do it? But my thing is this. Like, he, Michael Jackson, never had a childhood. That nigga was in music since he was five, you feel me? And it's like he still was able to connect with people, with kids, better than he was able to connect with people. He was still a child at heart. He had an amusement park at his fucking house, bro. He had an amusement park at his fucking house, bro. He loved Peter Pan. That's somebody that like that's still a child. Like, but because he was an adult, it seemed weird to us. Like, that's weird. But that's what people think. He's supposed to always be an energy have that kid energy in you because supposed to be living life. Kids live life and love life. And that's how you're supposed to be, period. They think, oh, once you get older or a certain age, that, sh- that shit stop. You can't, you can't be a kid or you can't do what kids do. Yes, the hell you can. That's why you have kids and you run around with your kids. You're supposed to have fun and live life. That's why when you get in a relationship, you feel like a kid again. You feel like you're in puppy love, a kid love, because it's something new. It's something fun. It's something exciting. That's how you're supposed to always live your life that way. Always having fun. There's nothing wrong with it. And people just, they just put, like, a strain on things. Like, a society's views are so messed yeah. up of what, what you're supposed to be like and how you're supposed to be. Nobody has the right or wrong answers to how, the way life is supposed to go mm-hmm. at all. Just you know what's, what's wrong and you know what's right. You know you ain't supposed to be touching kids, so why are you doing it? You know you ain't supposed to be killing people, so why are you doing it? It's just right and wrong shit to life. There's no book that can tell you how to live your life. You know in your heart what you're supposed to do. I agree, agree. But no, I always ask the question, man, how old is too old? Exactly. Uh, like, That's how, a good question. How old is, like, how young is too young? Like, people say, like, you're too old to go to clubs, and then, like, if you're in the house, you're too young to just be cooped up in the house. Like, how old is too old? How young is too young? I'm at that point in my life now that I'm 25. Like, no, right there. No, seriously, I'm at that point in my life where I'm 25, and I'm like, damn, like, and it's crazy because 
I got homies that's younger than me that look older than me. Like I'm 25, but I still look like I'm 18. I hate that shit. You feel me? But it's like, I I I still I have days where I want to be immature as shit. Like, and my son allows me to do that. Like, if I was just watching fucking Hey Arnold, you know what I'm saying, by myself or something like that, people think I'm weird. I watch you. I, I know. I love it. But what I'm saying is, it's like, oh, grow up. That's how. But when my son. My son make me feel like a kid again, like, and it's like I be watching all types of shit with him, and he's real funny, and it's like I noticed that what you were saying, Diamond, about like, like when you a child, you have that innocence, like you have like you, you it's no say so, like you just you you are who you are, like you never know how kids be like, oh that person ugly, and you be like, y'all don't say that shit, like you teach your kids to like start lying, you always tell your kids how to lie, but then you tell them like you 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 train kids to become liars, cause they tell you how they really feel, you like don't call that person ugly, you don't say that about people. So now they got to be like, oh, you look nice. But they really think you fucking look ugly. So you've been lying since you were six. And then you like, why the hell am I a liar? Because you've been taught to lie. Like, you can't be yourself. Like, who my son is right now, that's probably going to be the, the purest, realest form of his life. Once he gets to, like, 14, 15, he's in high school, and he has pressure, exams, people to impress, girls that he likes, that's when you start changing who you are as a person. Like, damn, I really like this girl. And she always talking about guys with muscles. I'm too skinny. Now I gotta need to get in the fucking gym and shit. You feel me? But 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 it's the truth. But you might be happy with who you are as a person. But those are the first parts, of the beginning of your life, where you start changing who you are and what you like for other people's views. Oh well, damn. I don't normally smoke weed because I never smoke weed. But now my friends smoke weed, so shit. Now I'm smoking weed. Like, and there's nothing wrong with smoking weed because I love weed. But I'm. Yeah, but most parents forget to do that because they being parents and they've been sheltered and had shit happen to him and they rub it off on the kids. That's what Exactly, because everybody else is taken. Be yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I, I always tell my mom that. Like, my mom is Muslim. My family's Muslim and shit. But they always ask me, like, oh, so you're going to make your son be Muslim? I'm like, no, I'm not. Because think about it. Most of the time, even with religion, because I really feel like this world is controlled by money and religion. And I think that, but that's money and religion. They, 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 it's the same thing. So my thing is this. My mom... We was raised Christian. That's how I was raised. You know what I mean? Then my mom converted to Islam. I converted to Islam because my mom converted to Islam. And she was like, if I'm not Muslim, I can't stay in the house. Not really so much that I wanted to be Muslim. It was like, I ain't really got a choice. Everybody in the house Muslim but me. Like, <laughs> I got to do something. You know what I mean? And that was the fucked up part. Because I believe there's a God. I don't believe in the God that everybody else believes in. I just believe there is a God. And I told my mom, I said, I'm not going to make my son be something he don't even know nothing about. I'd rather him get to an age where he can understand and comprehend things. And he'd be like, well, this is what I want to do. If my son decides that he want to be an atheist and he don't believe in God, nigga, that's on him. If he believes he want to believe in Jesus, that's on him. If he believes in Allah, whatever, that's on him. He has that choice. I don't have that choice because that's his fucking life. You know what I mean? And it's like, if you think about it, most of us wouldn't even believe in Christ or whatever if it wasn't instilled in us through our fucking family. 
You only know what your family tell you. You know what I mean? You going to church every Sunday because your grandma going to church. And now this is what you just believe in because your grandma believe in it. And your mom believe in it. So you never got a chance <laughs> like to you, out what you want. So just by the oh, God, it gets us through everything. And hey, if that's how you feel, cool. But it's a lot of evil motherfuckers in this planet that's eating that don't believe in God. And you explain that to me. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of people that's out here murdering and raping people that nobody has caught or captured. There's a lot of Christians that be doing the same shit. Yo, you got a lot of priests that's pedophiles, bro. Yeah, Touching little kids. And it's crazy, but but you know, like that's why I really don't judge a book by its cover. This world uh, uh trip you up if you really let it, man. And like I'm like even me being an artist, like I'm trying to take it back to like the Tupac days. I feel like no artist is and, and then you got artists like Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole that's really talking, you know, that work, but it's one thing to talk it, it's another thing to live it. And that's something that they not doing. And when I say that, I really mean that. Like, Kendrick Lamar is not going to the hood changing niggas' lives. Like, he's doing it lyrically with the albums, but Pac was out there with the people. Like, Pac was taking pictures with niggas. He was throwing picnics with the bloods and the crips. Like, fuck that shit, you feel me? Like, no security guard out there by himself with the homies. It's like these artists, they get afraid to come back and really do. Like, I'm not about to get rich and... And put money into fundraisers and shit. Nah, that's not even how it works. And then these artists, they get bougie and they forget that the reason why they live in this life of luxury, while we still struggling on a daily basis, is because we the ones that supporting them. Yeah. Everybody at a Drake concert paid for their fucking ticket, and Drake wouldn't be making millions off tour if nobody was going to see him. I bet you if we all stopped going to see him, he'd be a broke motherfucker. We make these niggas rich. We should have more say so in these artists' lives because if it wasn't for us, they wouldn't be making it. They wouldn't when you read the Forbes list and you see these artists making a hundred million dollars that year and you didn't even make ten thousand dollars for the year, but you didn't support these niggas and brought their albums and downloaded their music and watched their videos on YouTube and shared their shit, you helping them get rich every day, every fucking day. And the lead, and all, and all they can do is tweet you back here and there, retweet you. They barely they, do that. And they barely do that. So that's why I'm trying to be the first artist since Tupac that really changed the game. Like I want to be. Just come to the hood one day, pull up in the Bentley and shit, walk up to a random motherfucking black go ten thousand dollars. Take care of your family. You feel me? Really, like the the reason why drug dealers were so popular back in the eighties and nineties and shit. Yeah, I don't have to do that. Though. Y'all got my number. Y'all live and direct. This shit don't apply to y'all. Y'all good. Y'all good regardless.
with gyms and basketballs and really come to the hood, give away sneakers and shit, buy kids uniforms for school before the beginning of the year, like, really help people out and expand, you know what I mean, doing little classes, like, I'm trying to open up this acting school, school of class act, so I can give back to the community, so the kids can come there, the kids that can't afford it, they can come there for free, you know what I mean, let them get free acting lessons, so they could go and learn something and do something else with their life, as opposed to just sitting on the corner all day and shit like that, you know, I actually yeah, want to sure. go out to the hood with the drug dealers on the block, and just be like, bro, here go 100 racks, you ain't got to do this no more. Yeah, I mean, you ain't got True. to live like this, nigga. Put the drugs yeah, down. One thing, you. Yeah, because one thing that annoys me is when people that got money say, yo, y'all should get off the corners. Y'all should start selling drugs. And it's like, all right, so what should I do? How, how else am I going to feed my kids? Exactly. Like, they exactly. they better realize, like, if they're not selling drugs, ain't nobody hiring right now. Not not many jobs is hiring, especially not enough to take care of the kids they was on the block. So you tell them not to do something, but you don't give them a solution on how to. And um, I hate that. I hate that. And, and it's crazy that you brought that up because I was just talking to somebody the other day, right? It's it's about like seven to eight trillionaires in this world, right? About seven uh-huh. to eight trillionaires. Now, we all know a trillion is more than a billion, right? It is yeah. eight billion people on this planet. Seven or eight trillionaires. What that means is there are seven or eight people on this planet that are that are richer than the entire planet. True. But meanwhile, you have people that are homeless, broke, starving, and all of this other shit. Like, you got to understand, everything in this world, like I said, is controlled by money and religion. It's a balance. You got Bentleys that cost $100,000. You know, a Bentley could cost a dollar, right? But if a Bentley mm-hmm. costs a dollar, everybody can afford a dollar. Even a homeless person can scrape up a dollar in a day, and they can all get a Bentley. And if that happens, then it loses its value. Everybody got a Bentley. If a house costs a dollar, everybody will have a house. That's not how they want it. You know, it's, it's all about balance and control. So what I want to do is break the mold. And then I wouldn't be surprised. I could fuck around and get killed for this shit. They might be like, they might be like, hey, yo, this nigga out here giving away too much fucking money and shit. But it's okay, though. It's okay, though, because we all got to die someday. And I'd rather die with dignity and honor and shit than to die in no name, you know, in life. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas still talk about Tupac today. If it wasn't for the things Tupac did... I wouldn't be talking about him the way I'm talking about him. He died in 96, but he's still living through everybody that has that mentality of, of going to get it. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? And, and like but I said, I don't want to just talk about it. I want to be about it because if I'm actually doing that, in all actuality, I'm building a bigger and real legit fan base. Because you know what's going to happen? When some shit go down with me, let's say I get arrested or I get into some shit in the media. Nigga, I got supporters. They're going to be like, fuck you talking about. This nigga come to the hood faithfully. He be dropping 100, 200 racks off to the hood, nigga. I ain't have to work all yeah. year because of this nigga. I'm coming to his court date. Fuck you talking about. But and you, I'm buying you know it out. his t-shirts, and his sneakers, everything. Because these artists you know, ain't doing that. What'd you say? Yo, the crazy, the crazy thing is about, like, the government. It's like the realest thing I was ever told is that money is made, not recycled. Money is paper and ink. If they burn a million dollars today, they can make a million dollars tomorrow. So literally, it's enough. And literally, they can see everybody. Like, as much money as it made in the world, everybody 18 and older in the world can have $4 million a year. Nobody has to work because money is made. So literally, it can literally be no job. People just do what they – people just do their passions and interests rather than what they have to do to get by. I'm pretty sure a little kid ain't grow up saying, y'all want to be a mailman. No, <laughs> he want to be something else. It's just the mailman job pay like 80K a year, so he going to make this living real quick. 
So it's literally, they can literally make some money that way nobody in the world could work. Everybody just follow their passions and interests, whether it's music, actually being a mechanic, or so many different things out there rather than finding a job he didn't even want growing up. So, I mean, that's just the crazy thing. I Like that quote right there, money is made, not recycled. That's, that's crazy because we don't. That's real shit. That's real shit, honestly. Job. And like I was saying, it's all about balance and control. Like if, if they, they got it, they got to do it like that because, you know, then we would be living in a perfect world. And if you know what would happen if we were living in a perfect world, people would lose their mind. Nobody dying. Everybody cool. Everybody got a couple wives. Everybody got cars, no houses. Drug no yeah. drug dealers. No drug dealers. I don't got to sell drugs. That's not like... When? When has it ever been like that? Since the beginning of the time, there's always been wars. There's always been famine and, and, and beef. Let's go back to the Roman times and shit where them niggas was trying to take over empires. It's always been war. Like I guarantee you this. If the government said, yo, if you get in a fist peasant, fight, you need know what I mean? Like, and it was people that was rich. What? Nah. What peasants you know was happy? Like, <laughs> you know damn well no peasant was happy. And that's bad. <laughs> and back in the day, niggas was getting beheaded and shit for looking at the queen. Oh no, cut this nigga head off, please no! Like your head is off, off with your head, bro. You look too long. So it's like, yeah. So so now we got it a little bit differently, but like I said, I really I feel like I have the power and the potential to do something different, and I'm really willing to take any type of consequence that comes with it. But you know, I mean, whenever you doing good. Shit is always going to come out. I'm sure when I blow up and I get to a certain level, there's going to be rumors about me. People are going to be saying I did this, I did that. I'm gay, I'm this. Like, you know, bro, it's that, that shit, it happens. You know what I mean? And it's like people forget that they really know who the fuck you are, and that's not you, but they hear it on the media. They're like, well, I don't know. Maybe Chris Brown's gay now. Like, bro, when? You know what I'm saying? It's like people <laughs> say any fucking thing about you. You know what I mean? And I think that that's really crazy. But like I said, man, I, I got a movement. Um, I've been through shit, um, and, and like I said, I, even my enemies, I wish my enemies nothing but the best, you know what I mean, because the bigger they get, the bigger I get, you know what I mean, because it, you don't understand, like, it's, it's a domino effect, if my enemy gets bigger, when I finally take that motherfucker down, it makes it even better, like, perfect example, right now, I want my enemy to be as good as Golden State was last year before the finals, you know what I mean, because if LeBron were to be any other team other than Golden State, it wouldn't have mattered. If LeBron didn't come back from that three to one deficit, it wouldn't have been as important. He came back from a three to one deficit against a team that had the greatest record in fucking history. That is that is that is the biggest overcoming obstacle. LeBron can win six rings after this. It'll never be as important as that ring he won last summer. It'll never be as important. Nah, he won this one. That's crazy. <laughs> I love LeBron. I love LeBron. <laughs> He won that ring. But 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 this is uh, <laughs> knock is uh we know how knock feels about this situation. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? Uh, but I I honestly think like I said even me speaking on on the Mayor Fontaine situation earlier. You know what I mean? Like I you know I felt some type of way about the things he did, but at the end of the day, I still want him to be able to make it so he could feed his family, and because he has a family that he has to feed at the end of the day, and I don't want to take no money out the nigga's mouth. I could have dropped it this record, but for what? That's that's you know what I mean. I think that's that's me being petty. Um, and and then me, the only way I would drop it this record is if I really felt like he was trying to get real slick with the mouth, and I gotta put him in his place. But 
other than that, he chilling them Southside weirdo niggas is doing their thing. You know what I mean? And it's all good. You know what I mean? This is Southside, right, 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 right. But it's so funny to me though, because it's like they doing the Southside shit, but it's like all the niggas from here is like, where the fuck y'all niggas at? Like, it's all good though, you know. This still South Jersey. What is South Jersey? So it's like that's what they mean, but, but, but you know what? Like I said, I, I, I still. <laughs> Man. <laughs> It is, but it's like, yeah, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like I said, I want them niggas to prosper, you feel me? And like I said, the best revenge is is success. Because me sitting here talking about the nigga, I'm not making no money talking about this man, you feel me? But me putting out an album is getting me where I need to be. Me doing these radio interviews, you know what I'm saying? Me getting ready to drop this TV show, like it's putting me in position to do what I need to do. And that right there is going to kill niggas more. If I get on power next season... You know, even my haters love power. You know how you know how mad they gonna be? Like it's either they gonna skip the episodes with me on it, or they gonna sit there and watch it in pain. You know what I mean? But either way, they gonna hurt because they missing the episode that they really wanna watch. And then it's even funnier because people are gonna be talking about it on Facebook. Like, Yo, did you see this nigga ghost and shot at me? Oh, the fuck is it? Like, like that's next level shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I can't really give too much information away about in your season four, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, like I said, it's it's going down, you know what I mean? And I'm working and I'm prospering, but I'm humble, you know what I mean? Because the one thing I can say is I've been to the highest point um, in my life at the time, and I got real cocky and complacent, and I felt like I couldn't be touched. And you know what happened? God tapped me right on the shoulder. He was like, bruh, you know what I'm saying? Life is not how you think it's going to go. It's going to go how I wanted to go. And I lost it all, you feel me? Um, my girl, you know what I'm saying? I then lost money. You know, well, no. You know, see, I'm old-fashioned. I do feel like bitches do come and go, right? But I'm like the type of dude, like, if I'm in love, and I'm, I've am i only had two girlfriends my whole life. I mean, I, I mess with a lot of females. I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but, but for me to make a girl my girlfriend, it's like she got to have some next-level brains. Like, I'm not even talking about the sex, because that's whatever. I need to be, I, yeah, you feel me? I need to be, I need to be. <laughs> now nah, you can't get good sex from everybody. You can't. Yeah, but if it ain't good, it don't count. That's like eating bad Chinese food when you hungry. You know what I'm saying? You ate it, but it's still nasty. Yeah. I like a girl to fuck my mind, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you could fuck my mind and make me have a, a orgasm in the brain and shit, like, you doing something, like, it's not because after I fuck you, I want to be able to sit there and laugh with you and talk with you and smoke and have a good intellectual conversation and joke about the sex, like, but you look ugly as hell when you was on top. But I'm just saying, though, you know what I mean? It was fun, you know what I mean? Like, if you can't have those type of conversations and be on another level with your partner that ain't your partner, you know what I mean? Yeah, well... Chicks tend to leave me when I'm down and out, and I realize like the two girlfriends I did have, and my baby mom and my ex, like they they when when things get rough, that's when they leave, and and you know that's okay, cause it made me get tough skin, it hurt, but my my skin is tough as shit now, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh yeah, exactly, 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 you know, and and like I said, it's it's, it's so much shit that I I could talk about, like even like I feel like before I um got to this point. I was on Facebook a lot, venting a lot, and I was talking about a lot of shit, like whether it be my ex or the situation with Mayor. And I realized that I'm an artist, and the best way I can express myself is through music. And so 
I try not to talk about shit too much, like you know what I mean, when I'm doing interviews or whatever, because the music speaks for itself. And I, 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 my album, Success Over Daydreams, like, like I said earlier, I put a lot of time and effort into the album, working on it, crafting the songs, and everything is my life. Like, none of that shit is fabricated. It's not lies. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of rappers don't do that. You know what I mean? And that separates me from other artists that's doing shit with their career um, because the real always outlasts the fake eventually. If people can't connect with you and verify your stories and be like, nah, that nigga ain't like that. It's like it's like you listening to the song, but you can't connect with the person because if you really do that in your life, you're like, that's me, but that's not him. Right. Shit, I should be rapping. That's why a lot of drug dealers are like, I should be a rapper. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but... T- but to some extent, though, to some extent, it's like, well, coming from my era, you feel me? Cause I feel like I'm part of the new school and the old school. But when niggas like Tupac rap, when niggas like Biggie rap, when niggas like Nas rap, when niggas like Big Daddy Kane rap, that was their life, bro. Ice Cube, when these niggas was rap, they wasn't, they wasn't playing, nigga. When they was talking about fuck the police, like they was, that was real shit that no, was going on in their life. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is like, that's what it makes you respect the person more because. If somebody is telling you a story, granted, like you said, you just like the story. That's cool. But how could you really connect with that person outside of that song if that's not really they like? Yeah, but 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 what if you a fan of him, right? And let's say you go to a show. All right, let's say you go to a Jeezy. All right, perfect example. You like Jeezy? Say if Jeezy wasn't anything he rapped about. You you lose respect for the person because you're like, damn, bro, like, you getting me pumped up to feel this way. And that's not even you, like... No, but no, but that it's not that. It's that the music he makes and selling to the black community, and he's not uplifting other black kids to go to school or something like that. He's talking about trapping and stuff like that, and people got actually got mad at that because they like, oh, your son graduated, but you can't help these other young men graduate from school and stuff like that. But yet you want to feed them this like this trap music and stuff like that, but. Yeah, <laughs> like you want to feed him stuff like that, but I feel as though you like what a person put out for his music because he know the type of fan base he got. He can't help. He can't help that he separate what he do at home and what he put out into the world for, so he can take care of home. Like you can't just say that like, oh, I'm not. I lose so much respect for you because of the music you you, you talk about. That's like Beyonce talk about her nigga cheating. Her nigga ain't cheating. She doesn't use. No, no, that I do believe, but see, don't get that confused. That's a different story. That was, I feel as though that whole thing was marketing because I mean, they, definitely was marketing. Like, like it was, but it was still real. Like, like, like real old. Yeah, yeah but you know, but no, but the way people was talking, like he was doing it now and stuff like that, I feel as though, oh, yeah. like how people, like you, Beyonce can make any like her and fucking Jay Z can be doing good right now, but she's making a fuck you song about a nigga. First and of all. Like, people won't buy it. They're not going to be like, that's oh, she's not really living that life. That's oh, he's marketing. still listening? Because Jay-Z has to approve the album. Y'all don't think Jay-Z would say no if he hearing all these songs about him? It, it mm-hmm. was well, no, it's money. It's, and it's it money. People he's talk. still going to do that regardless. He's going to do that. But you got to understand. See, it's, it's it broke niggas that have feelings. Broke niggas have feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, broke niggas is cheating on a bitch. You mean to tell me a nigga that got damn near a billion dollars ain't cheating on his bitch? It's Beyonce to us because we ain't hit that. He tired of that pussy, no. bro. 
he been well, fucking, no, he been that. fucking her for all these years, that. bro. Like it's if I was Jay I'd be fucking other because but at the same time, Jay Z has been suspected of cheating like five years ago. This is old. Yeah, but I'm sure he's still doing it. What nigga don't cheat? No, I don't. And I'm broke. You don't, you don't cheat. I, I mean, feel you. I feel you. Some men I feel don't. you. I'm sure you wouldn't cheat. Some men Listen, do. Bro. Nah, I didn't cheat on my ex, but my baby mom, I cheated a lot. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. That was my first relationship. I was 15. She was 16. She cheated on me. You feel me? A whole lot. You know what I mean? I took her back after some excruciating things. You feel me? You take your bitch back after sucking dick for $50 at her job. You did a real MVP. Like, like that is... No. I'm just, yeah, but I did it though. But this is what I did though because I'm just, I'm being real with you though, bro. This was love at the time, at the time, at the time, at the time. At the time. It was. It'll take over your mind. <laughs> That's my MVP now. I don't know what that is. I, 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 I think I will call that love. I guess you don't get MVP for that, man. Damn, no, she sucked the nigga dick for fifteen dollars and you took her back. I did. Fifteen dollars. Fifty 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 like I, like I said, I'm old school. And when people say forever and they exchange those vows, even though I didn't necessarily exchange vows with her, but when you say forever, forever means forever. I think that this generation is too easy to give up. Like, everybody thinks everybody's replaceable, and that's the most fucked up part because everybody isn't replaceable. Some things are collector's items, nigga. Some things you can never get back. And, and people forget that shit. They're like, oh, it's a million bitches out there. It's not, bro. You might have a million bitches, but every bitch ain't the bitch you had, bro. And you're going to realize that 10 bitches later when you're still looking for something you was looking for in that bitch and it's not there. But that's just like that sad yeah. I was talking about yesterday that I put up. You get what I'm saying? I forgot what I was talking about, though, when I was talking about the girls. Oh, they keep yeah, yeah, they keep taking the nigga back because they don't want to start over. Like, if it's not working out for long, especially for a long period of time, you got to get that up. You're wasting your time. And you're wasting my time, too, for being a side nigga. <laughs> but I'm just saying, that's another topic. But what you were saying, Reagan? Like, for real, for real, it's, I understand thick and thin and all that, taking your partner back, but it's certain lines that once it's crossed, ain't coming back. Yeah, we might fight. We might argue. We like, might, listen, we bro, might like, consider that's breaking my, up. But just take a day or two away from each other. But that right there? Nah, see? That's like a bitch just keep fucking around with you. I'll be like, I'm not gonna leave her because she make the best eggs. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, the fuck that? Like, I'm gonna ask that bitch for the recipe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hope, hopefully the next bitch know how to make grits good because I don't want no more fucking eggs and she's gonna keep doing that. Perfect example. Like, I, I had another girlfriend after my baby mom. Yes, this is true. And I've had sex with a lot of women. But to this day, to this day, bro, I have not had sex with somebody and the sex was as amazing as it was with my baby mom. Like, Tell me I, can't, I, I fucked some bad bitches, bro. Big booties can suck it, but it's not the same, bro. Like, it's just not the same. And I'm, I don't love my baby nope. mom anymore. I'm feeling just gone. But the energy, it was a connection. It was like she knew my body. I knew her body completely. Like, I was fucking her. We were together for nine years. 
no. Bro, like, but like, it's not, it's not. It's like, yo, when, yo, when, you, look, it's okay, now. Nah. You'll get it one day. I'll put it Real quick. Hey, Z. Hey, Z. Listen, man. Listen. Listen, I, 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 I agree with that, man, but like, it's just like a lot of shit, like, and then just being in relationships, like in general, they they real dangerous, man. Like I I, I definitely do want to be in a relationship right now, but I understand the work and energy that it requires. Like even with my ex girlfriend, and it's funny because I haven't even spoken on this to anybody. Like nobody knows about anything that I, what I'm about to say. But yeah, you know I'm saying. But it's like my ex girlfriend and shit. Um, basically, uh, we were together for a, a, a little minute. Like she used to be my next door neighbor when me and my baby mom was living together. And we never fucked around though, so I feel okay. I could tell the story and be okay with it. You feel me? Like it was no shady shit going on. She lived next door from me with her baby dad, and I used to get weed from her baby dad. Yeah, and and so her baby dad used to um to uh pump my gas at the gas station. You feel me? Like when I had that Mustang, and I used to pull up here pump my gas. And we never, we, me and him was cool. I never spoke to his baby mom. We never talked or whatever. So I was going through some shit on Facebook one day. You know how I be. And um, she jumped in the inbox, and we became friends. And we was, like, friends for, like, four months. No fucking nothing. Just straight friends smoking every day. We started fucking. Um, and things got things got critical. And so, eventually, um, she ended up getting pregnant. I went to California. I came back from California because we had broke up before that. I came back from California. We got back together. Um, I came back. She got pregnant. We was going through a whole bunch of shit. Y'all remember when I posted that picture of her getting an abortion on Facebook? Remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so she ended up, we broke up on um, like around January-ish, and she got an abortion, and she had her baby dad pay for the abortion. Now, the crazy part was I actually caught her in the abortion plan. The weirdest shit, like, God, just that shit with the universe just brought us together. I'm like, I don't even go to abortion clinics. I happened to go to the abortion clinic with somebody else because they was getting an abortion, not by me. But I had went, and I'm there, and I see her, and I'm like, what the fuck is she doing here? Like, bitch, you know what I'm saying? So she ended up getting an abortion. We got back together. Um, I had posted all this shit on Facebook because I was going through shit. I was hurt. And um, we ended up getting back together after she got me locked up. She got a restraining order on me, all types of shit, crazy shit. And, like, women are really wild, bro. Like, and people don't understand that women do spiteful shit that, that is not really talked about on a regular basis. Yes, Diamond. Women do spiteful shit. So, wait. No, let me explain. And we're talking about this particular situation. This situation is different. Nah, I didn't. No, 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 listen. No, 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 listen. She was very unhonest and disloyal. So my thing was this though, boom, all right, you got an abortion, right? That's cool, right? But why wasn't I notified if the baby was mine? And on top of that, why you at the abortion clinic with your baby dad who you haven't fucked in three and a half years? No, 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 I was I came back from California, then she got pregnant. Like we was broken up, then I got back from California, we got back together, then she got pregnant. And... Oh, that was fine. We wasn't no, we was we wasn't together when she was in California. I mean when I was in California. Well, I think that she probably was fucking with her baby dad back then, but she denied it, like most women do. And so, so my thing was this: so we got back together. She got me locked up because I called her two hundred times. She got a restraining order. Now look, now look, my reason, my, no, no, look, 
I'll be real with you though. No, I'll be real with you, bro. If you catch your chick in an abortion clinic, right, and then she just disappears from the abortion clinic, you calling her phone. You don't want to know what the fuck happened. So that whole you know day, you know no, no, but still though, yeah. <laughs> but look, now nah, look, bro. If you really love her, bro, like, that's what I'm saying. Love is a crazy drug, bro. Bro, two hundred times. But look, but look, here's the, here's the funny thing, bro. Her baby dad beat her ass, bust her lips, spit in her face. She never got a restraining order on her in this thing. She got a restraining order on me for calling her, right? So here's the thing, though. She gets a restraining order, right? I text her on her birthday, like, happy birthday. I love you. I hope you enjoy your day. She went to the police station with that text message. Got me locked up. Police came to my crib, bro, for that, right? So, so look. So, look, I didn't get tired. I didn't get, get tired. She blocked my number. I was star 67 in that bitch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Then when she blocked that, I was on text free with it. But look, look, look. February 16th. I'm an Aquarius. No, it wasn't her. No, 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 no. But but she was next up though. She was next up. The sex with her was amazing. But Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna. But my thing is, so so we got back together after she got the restraining order on me. I, I made a song called No More Us, which I did put out, which is on the album. And it's funny because as I'm telling y'all this story. Especially because you didn't hear this story. When you listen to my album and you hear that song, y'all gonna laugh. Y'all gonna like, oh yeah, we, we we could play it. And um, when you hear the song, it's like, oh shit, this is crazy. Like, yeah, he just sat here and said everything. He put it in the song. And so I really, really loved her, man. And, and I still got love for her. You know what I mean? But so boom, um, all of that was going on. We stopped talking. We got back together after that. She got me um, arrested and shit. I made the song. She heard the song. We got back together. So around April. Um, this is when we got back together. A- in April, when we got back together, her and her baby dad, um, he was, yeah, we got, we got back together. She dropped everything. And so she told me she fucked, she told me she yeah, fucked her, right, right. So she told me she fucked her baby dad again before we got back together. She said, look, I'm telling you right now, I fucked my baby dad. You feel me? A week ago. Yeah, I'm not with him, but the sex wasn't that good. Like, I miss you. I'm, I'm like, you know how bitches be. So I'm like, all right, cool. Right. So that's cool. So look, we got back together, right? She was like, yo, I feel like I deserve, I owe you a baby. I killed your baby. Whatever. All right, boom, all right. So I start dumping in her again. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just being real though, right? It got to that point where I ended up getting her pregnant again. Um, So now she's pregnant and then she's going through the emotions again. Now she don't want to fuck with me again. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is weird. And now, now, mind you, I got jumped by her baby dad and shit in Camden, right? Out East Camden. I, so, look, I just, it, this is going to lead up to the ending of the story. Y'all going to be like, oh, this is crazy. This is leading up to the ending of the story. See, this, the thing with me is I don't like giving up on people. And I'll give you enough chances till I die. So, now it's done, though, right? So, we break up. Um, and so, I, I fought her baby dad because he was on Facebook talking crazy about her. So, I go out East to go fight this nigga with some niggas. And um, you know what I mean? I ended up things didn't go according to plan and shit. I ended up on the on the receiving end of an ass whooping. Um, and I can be honest about that, you know what I mean? So yeah, Red, it is what it is. Things didn't go according to plan. You feel me? It was an unfair fight. But that is what it is. I got my ass kicked. I I put it like that. And then so after that, I had the fucked up eye. My eye was closed, all of that shit. So we went to the Poconos, you feel me? She tried to make me feel better. We went to the Poconos, we fucked like rabbits in the Poconos. And I knew when I was in the Poconos, I was like, something ain't right. Like, this ain't going to last. This happiness I feel is not going to last. And it didn't. So after that, um, she ended up breaking up with me. Like, we well, we was having problems, and we broke up. And so she wasn't talking to me for, like, two months. And then she hit me up, like, July, asking me to pay her rent and shit. And I'm like, bro, you ain't 
You, you, I can't even go to the doctor's appointments. I was asking her to she go to. No, I'm not gonna say what she is. I'm not I'm gonna keep her anonymous. But what I'm saying is like I um I was reaching out to her trying to go to the hospital, the doctor visits, because I'm a dad now. I got a three year old son. I'm like, y'all want to be there for you? Like I want to. I mean, she's like, no, I don't want you involved. That and that. I'm like, all right, boom. So like two months go by, I don't speak to her hair from her. I pull up on her job and shit. And um, I seen her at her job. She pregnant as hell, big old belly and shit. She looking good. I'm like, damn, I ain't see this chick in all of these months. Like, I'm all happy. I'm getting this warm feeling over my body. I'm like, okay, boom. So she's like, what the fuck are you doing here? You a stalker? Why are you popping up my job? I'm like, first of all, you know what the fuck a stalker is? It's the first time I've seen you in two months. Like, I'm just making sure you're good. I'm worried about you. She's like, oh, well, there's no need for you to be worried about me. I'm back with my baby dad now, and I found out I'm further along in the pregnancy, and I think the baby's his. I don't, I don't really want you to have anything to do with this family. Yeah, so, 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 yeah, so, so. We want to fight this thing. Right, so, so, so it's not. <laughs> right. Right, so but no, but this is really what happened though. Like this is, and this is the same chick that Mirror tried to holler at. You feel me? So I'm like, damn, you know what I mean? So yeah, so she was doing a lot of grimy shit. Cause even when we got back together, like I was going through her phone, she was talking to one of my other homies that was at the hospital where my son was born. And I'm like, yo, like, and it's like she's sending him pictures of her nails. Like I just got my nails done, and I'm like, bitch, you feel me? Like, you know what I mean? But I let it go. I, I, I'm a forgiving person, but I realized that. That's my downfall with women. So that's why I'm not doing the girlfriend thing right now. And I've just been focused on my career. Because once I start feeling a chick too much to the point where I feel like I love her, I'm stupid. I forget about me. You know what I mean? I start forgetting about my morals and values. Like I come in the house, she done fucked three homies. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just let's just talk about this, okay? Like, this thing can be worked out. Like, <laughs> yo. Like, real shit. Like, I lose who I am as a person. Like, a normal nigga be like, bro, you fucking stupid as shit. Like, so I try to stay away from the love thing. I no, but look, bro, you know what? I'm I'm very I'm very emotional when I get into that box. So I try to stay away from that. <laughs> yo, 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 knock funny as shit. Oh yeah. We about to play that song right now. Shit, man, I just left the studio. He was beefing with a nigga, right? About some bullshit. But guess what? Now we back. And we in love. And it's all good. And we're drunk as fuck. And guess what? This is going on the book. Fuck you, bitches. She's the only one. And if you ain't light-skinned and yellow like her, and your name ain't Simone, you don't fucking count. When I hear this, you know I... I, I, I think about the love we had. When it was in his feet, crazy. You remember? There's no more We don't exist in this universe. Is in order now. I can say what up to you or your daughter now. I find it funny that I'm sitting in a jail cell over a text that I sent to you. Simone, I need to know how much I really meant to you for you to do that shit. Cause that's probably about as low as it gets, and I done seen low. Oh Lord, you done lost it. There's a line, girl, and you done crossed it. I told you when I came back from LA, I was coming back just to prove a point. I proved, I proved, I proved, I proved, I proved, I proved, I proved myself to you. I put in that work, you know this for certain, girl 
And yes, I got flaws Nobody is perfect, girl Cause there is no more We don't exist in this universe No, you don't Cause there is no more right now Ashes to ashes and dust to dust Yeah I remember that day when I hopped off that plane and hopped in that Mustang and grabbed Khalid and headed your way Racing down to 95, money love, just to get to you I prayed and there I was, pulled up, playing Bryce until it do Hopped out the whip and ran to you like do you ever leave me again, I need you more than life You help me breathe again Yeah, yeah You help me breathe again Oh, yeah now that you gone, I feel lost now My drive right past your house Bumping this song until you get the hand I'm the one now You can tell the cops don't come now Cause there's no more You don't exist in this universe Cause there's no more now Ashes to ashes and dust to dust Yeah Nah, bro, listen, bro. She was good to bro. The shit that came with it. She was an emotional, unstable creature. But, you know, that's how I go. That was that track called No More Us by my man David and Sherelle, man. We playing with that track. Before we, uh, you know, end the show and everything, you got anything else you want to tell us before? Um, you know, I just want to um, say thank you to everybody that's been supporting the movement um, constantly, um, showing me love, man, even through the hard times. Um, like, like I said, me being an artist, I just, you know, a lot of people might find some of my stories funny and some people might be like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? Like, why would he say that? But it's like, I feel like I'm going to be me at all times. That's the only person I know how to be is myself. And it's a reflection of my music. So it's like when, when people hear the album on Tuesday and they listen to my shit, like, I want you to really understand, like, this is the shit that I went through to get to the point that I'm at now. And um, I'm just excited for what the future has in store for me. And, um, you know, I, I thank um, Donovan and Nock and Diamond and for having me um, on the show. I mean, this is not the first time I've been here. These guys always support me. They always play my music, and I really appreciate that. And, you know, I think that, um, you know, it's, it's a lot that, that's about to happen. And just as long as I stay humble and focused, I'm going to be able to take on all tasks. I mean, if y'all, if y'all don't follow me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter at David Ramsey. My Instagram is I am David Ramsey. And, you know, my Facebook, David Ramsey, everything's David Ramsey. So, you know, just look me up, Google it, um, and be on the lookout for who's watching the kids, the real who's watching the kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me give a shout out uh, to the whole entire Camden. Um, let me give a shout out to who else, man? There's so many people that's doing shit. Sherelle, my nigga Ox. Um, my nigga Matt, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, the whole entire uh eight five six staff. Y'all already know what it is. But like I said, it's not too many people that really fuck with me like that. So uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of people that don't want to see me win. So shout out to them. Um, cause they need motivation and they need some positive positive vibes sent their way. But uh other than that, man, y'all know what it is, man. Success over daydream, September twentieth, man. Get ready. I know what it is. Let's keep it 100 radio show. We already on tomorrow at 7 p.m. Got some crazy topics for you guys. I think it's probably going to be one of the best shows because the shit we talk about is really dope. And we definitely going to get into that um, topic with the teacher in Atlanta. 
Um, that was my woman crush Wednesday last week, so you already know, man. But it's promo, I'm out here. It's your boy Knockerville, man. I'm in the building now. I'm out with my buddy. It's your girl Black Diamonds, and I'll catch y'all tomorrow at seven. Thanks for tuning in. We out here. Uh-huh. Hey, yo, bye.